Aloha. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All righty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals, and incredibly, we are now. I want to, <laughs> I, I want to tell you that we're on episode fifty-two of season five, but that is not the case. We are officially sliding into the tweener episodes. If there's one thing you know at this point, it's we love to experiment. We love to test things. Every season has been better, at least in terms of downloads, than the prior one. A terrific trajectory, largely <laughs> largely because I think the content's better and, frankly, 250 episodes in – and you begin to learn a few things, and in short, I know I have a long way to go, but my game is getting better as well. So so you couple that with what I would call solid content with a guy who's getting in his reps, practicing what he preaches, And I think we, and then add to that the experiment factor, if you will, and we are well on our way. So this, the way we're going to handle this, and we may change it up, we're going to release one episode a week. And these are going to be essentially mind bullets, and I'm going to get into major topics and probably even go a bit longer because we're doing one episode a week. It keeps the subscribership alive and we're going to keep hitting you with great content to keep you fired up and motivated as you develop your habits and head for your goals. And that reminds me, do I have this pulled up? Yes, I do. So speaking of fired up, it occurred to me I should probably read this. I don't do this enough, and I came across this. It was on Facebook by a great man in Boca, Boca, Boca del Mar, Florida. <coughs> Excuse me. In any event, just going to read this real quickly, and I'm glad I said fired up. Five years ago, I downloaded a book. So this was posted on Facebook. And he tagged me. I downloaded a book on my iPad called The Habit Factor. The premise was simple but powerful. Dramatic change is not created through a to-do list. Interesting. I forgot he said that. But by adopting new habits and letting time take its course. Very, he gets it. I also learned about EO, Entrepreneurs Organization, also through the book. Both concepts made a huge impact on my life. And I have used 
social media to reach out and learn more about the author. That would be me, yours truly, Martin Grunberg. But this is what I highlighted. Fast forward five years, Jeremy writes, and I've used THF, I've used the habit factor to repeatedly smash through my goals and then become on part of the EO family, etc. And he was posting this because he was prepping to interview me. And this goes back, man, I think this was in 2016. But I get fired up reading that. These are the things I don't do enough is share with you the the success stories. And so when I said fired up, I had just seen this, and I'm glad it was still up. So now we can put that away. Worth reiterating, fast forward, and that's exactly what happens. Time blows by. So one of our biggest hurdles, we talk about it all the time, is this little lame concept in the back of our head that we don't have the time. Right? That we're, the, we're just so used to instant gratification. We gotta get something now, this week, this month, this year. Fast forward five years and I've used THF, the habit factor, to repeatedly smash through goals. Alright. So today's topic, also based on a review, I've talked directly about this. I have talked indirectly about this. I can't shake this. People ask me about it all the time. It's beginning to, <laughs> it's beginning to drive me a little nuts. So we are going to dissect and hopefully put to bed and destroy Q routine reward. I'm hopeful there's a few of you who have no idea what I'm talking about. I suspect, though, it's the other way around. There's very, I I think perhaps you've all heard about it. So, so Q-Routine Reward is this framework, if you will, that as organisms, they, they learn this by watching rats and mice. And so there's a Q, there's a piece of cheese, they get put in a maze, they go through a routine, they get the cheese, they get the reward, yay. And so the next time you put the mouse in, he goes quicker through the maze because he knows there's cheese. And somehow psychologists have thought, wow, that's that's how we develop habits. And it all sounds very, very logical until you realize that's <laughs> – in terms of developing habit, that is backwards looking and not a forward looking methodology. So what I compare and contrast and what people love and encourage me to do more is share what the habit factor teaches and what I preach. It's PAR. Plan, act, record, reassess. Why is that better than Q routine reward? Because <laughs> that doesn't help you craft a good, favorable habit. Q. Huh. Uh, okay, I'm going to put my shoes out by my door, which is great, and we talk about that. So there's your cue. What's the routine? 
first of all, a routine is a series of habits. So, so what are you going to do? You're going to go run. So you're going to perform the habit. Great. And then what's your reward? Is it that you feel good? You need to eat a piece of cake. How, how does that framework help you develop a habit? And the short answer is it does not. There's a little bit of guidance we can take away from lab animals. But the difference is you're a human. You have the ability to use intention. You can plan, right? And what is grossly lacking from this framework, air quotes, is the recording mechanism. There is no recording. So it was popularized. I'm not pinning this on Duhigg. Uh, he was just regurgitating what he learned from the psychologist. So he puts it in a book. And he even says at the end of the book, hey, you know, this is really kind of just a framework. And in the appendix, this, these are the things you can do to develop a habit. There's no formalized methodology. And then there's another book that just came out that's using the exact, almost the exact, instead of Q routine reward, it's Q craving um, routine reward. Again, nobody's picking. These are all wonderful people. What the problem is, is these these ideas get put out there and without anybody dissecting them, asking questions, looking at them, saying, really, well, how does this help me and what's the process I can follow? So having said that, I'm going to jump, I want to say jump all the way forward, but we're going to go back to the eighteen late 1800s. I think it was the 1800s. Yeah, we're talking 1780-ish. Oh, man, I'm going to have to look this up. I believe 1780-ish. Don't hold me to it. A boy by the name of Benji Franklin. Let's see. Ben Franklin autobiography year. Okay, 1790s. I said 80s. So it was published. His autobiography. Why am I talking about him? Because the psychologists didn't need, if they just read his autobiography, they, they didn't need to try to link how a, a mice acts in a maze with how humans can craft intentionally habits. So what did Benji do? If you're not familiar with the story, Benjamin Franklin, who who did everything from <laughs> from co-write, co-draft the Declaration of Independence. Uh, he, he invented like the lightning rod and he was the fo- first US postmaster. So this was a highly accomplished person, one of the most highly accomplished people of all time. So if you ever wanted to know, huh, 
I wonder what made him so accomplished. Was he just born with all these gifts? In his autobiography, he specifically cites what he considers to be the most, <laughs> the most rewarding and valuable exercise Practice is the best word because it was a practice and it was the practice, the art of crafting 13 virtues. As a younger man, he realized his character needed some refinement. And so he said, huh, well, if I want to be this person out in the future, perhaps I should identify now, right? He looked out in the future and then he looked backwards. What are those virtues that I should craft that will help me become the man I want to be? And so he wrote 13 virtues, things like temperance, prudence, and what was fascinating and what is specifically in his autobiography is he set about the process of par. He didn't call it that. He didn't know was that. It's He planned, he acted, he recorded, and he reassessed. Now, the habit factor method, to be fair, is a – it's it's better, if I do say so, uh, my darn self – uh, what he would do, and it was still exceptional what he did, he, he would track one virtue a week and then he would rotate to the next. The habit factor says stick with one habit. Now, I just caught myself. You may be saying you're talking about virtues. Now you're talking about habits. Let me uh, clarify this for you, please. The path to a virtue is habit. The path to virtue is habit. In other words, if Frank is known for the virtue of honesty, it's because he's habitually honest. And you don't have to take that from me. That's Aristotle wrote a ton about this. But but the fact is, virtue doesn't exist without habit. So it's just a very strong habit. So why am I talking about this? Because it's it's what Ben Franklin considered. He he specifically wrote in his autobiography, I hope, therefore, that my descendants shall follow this example and reap the benefits. I hope, therefore, that my descendants, that's you, shall follow this example and reap the benefits. And he's talking about the process of tracking his habits in order to cultivate virtue, which is what forms, remember, habit forms character. So we're talking about a bunch of things here, but I'm trying to compare and contrast what's excruciatingly popular on the internet, which is cute routine reward, which is just confusing and not helping people when they want to set out and set about 
tracking their behaviors. Q, routine reward, makes no mention of tracking, which is what, let's just use Ben Franklin. Let's take the habit factor out of it, which is what Ben was doing. He was tracking. He was reassessing. Q, routine reward. There's no rat out there reassessing. There's no rat out there tracking. Right? So there's the plan. There's the action, the behavior, the habit. This is all about intention. And it's something that sets, greatly sets you apart from any little lab rat. So... I know I don't endear myself to the community. There, there are a few, a few, uh, psychologists now and again who, who, uh, well, on both sides of the fence. I want to say it's mostly supportive. So how do we put this all together? The purpose of this discussion, if you take nothing away, is to not get caught up in cue, craving, reward, routine, whatever the heck it is. Cue, routine, reward. That is not helpful. Use the free tracking sheet. Download the free app, Android and iOS. None of those other methodologies mention or have a practice for how to track uh, using tracking periods, which is a key, 28 days, four weeks. They don't have a method for minimum success criteria, which is setting the bar low and raising it over time. Are you going to read for 15 pages or 15 minutes? And you do that for four weeks. If you're 85% or better, then you raise the bar. Are you doing it three times a week or are you doing it five times a week? The other thing I want to suggest to you, this is an image. I'm going to write about it. I'm going to put it out there. It just occurred to me in a flash and then I started scrambling for images. When you plant a tree, when you have those small little trees, what do they put next to the tree? Typically a stick, right? And then they tie the rope around it. In fact, you can look up like proper methods to plant a tree and there's a diagram and there's a stick and there's a rope. What they're telling you is that stick should be there about a year. Now, it's called the habit factor, interestingly enough, for many reasons. But the biggest reason is because once you go through this PAR process for typically four to six months, that's about when you're able to lift the stick. In other words, you can stop tracking. The habit factor has kicked in. So some people are like, well, four or six months, eight months, I don't have that kind of time. You 
Unless you're going to be not alive, you have that kind of time. Following the process one day at a time, following setting your target days, your frequency per week. Is it twice a week, once a week, six times a week? Setting your minimum success criteria. So you got targets and actuals and you only use a one or a zero. You either did it or you didn't do it. If you read 14 pages and your minimum success criteria was 15, you do not get a check. If you read 45 pages, you don't get three checks. You get one check. If you're wondering if this is somehow confusing you, what I've been saying at the beginning of every podcast is just Google PAR, P-A-R-R, and the habit factor. That's PAR and the habit factor. You'll get a ton of resources. They will direct you off of the site. You can go to the habit factor dot com forward slash templates. So this is a public service announcement to not buy into, fall for the garbage that, and and by the way, nice people, well-meaning people, it's just not helpful. So we're trying to provide a a public service announcement. This is a PSA. Don't follow, don't listen to, don't worry about cue, routine, reward. In your planning, you have plenty of opportunity to set up cues. Part of your planning is a cue. Following par, it, it fits right there. The greatest reward is the self-efficacy if you're caught up on reward. That's the ability to produce a desired result. And when you check a one, because you had a target of one and then you have an actual of one, you feel very, very good. That's a tremendous reward. So there you go. That is my PSA. We covered all sorts of ground from Benjamin Franklin to (laughs) the idea of this baby tree. So that stick is the, the tracking process. And if you do it for four, six months, eight months, you don't need to track those habits anymore. They have, the habit factor has kicked in. So follow the process. If you don't fully understand the process, it's very visual, then go to habitfactor.com forward slash templates, download the template. There's also a video with that. It will walk you through this. All right, my friends, it's late. Daddy's got to get home. Thank you very much. There is your PSA. And again, we are keeping this live through the down season between and, and we're going to, we don't know how long that's going to be, but there's going to be at least one a week and it, it's probably at least a few months. So I look forward to connecting and, uh, send me just as Jeremy did, send me your success story. I know I shouldn't have to ask. I 
don't know if I ever have. And I think it's helpful for everybody to share your story. I'll read them here and we'll all keep getting better. Okay. Now I am done. Love your show. Thank you very much. Subscribe and share, rate and review. Goodbye. Hey, really quick. I just want to remind you if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits. That is habits, H-A-B-I-T-S to 33444 and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value. And with that, I will see you on the next Mind Bullet Monday. I'm out.